0: This week on True Me brings you Kevin and Diana. They don't have an agenda. They just want to talk about your biggest, baddest secret.
1: Hey, what's up? You're back on True Me. Kevin and Deanna joining you today. And we've got another guest in the studio this week. So it's super fun. David Xia. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Welcome to True Me and welcome back to Malaysia. Thank you. I never really you. know if you're actually back in the country or not. Tell me about your life, please. Uh, So I've actually... I grew up
0: in Malaysia but mm-hmm. I've been living outside of Malaysia. I lived in the US, in London, and now I'm currently based in Singapore. Uh, and I've been away for about 8 years. So Fanzies. I'm back now for a month before I start work in in August actually. Back in job. Singapore. Yeah, back in Singapore. What yes. do you do? Uh, I'm a management consultant. Shaiza. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, you know what that means. <laughs> Roger. <Road trip. laughs> for sure. I think I met
1: David a couple of years ago when we were when I was doing my degree back in col- a couple of years ago my ass lot, like a decade ago <laughs> did we meet on Grinder? did no, we meet on Grinder? I feel like we met I on Grindr I think we met on Grinder.
2: yeah we met on Grindr, yeah. oh, it met at Grindr and
0: Taylor's what? Wasn't uh, and then we had Kenny Rogers at
1: Subang Parade <laughs> do you remember that that was so
2: oh my fun. I didn't remember
1: that dinner I do not remember having that meal I remember going to your house
2: Okay, we're, like, we're where gonna, is this going? We're, we're going to have a, a drinking <laughs> session later and discuss like how you guys
1: met. David uh, uh, is a very fascinating man because I, I he's on social media a lot and mm. I get to see his photos. I live dangerously, vicariously through him. So um, I, I, I sort of want to invite you onto the show because I want to know more about your dating life. Yeah, that's what I do to all of my exes, by the way. So please let me put you on the spot and uh, tell me about how you've (laughs) been, who you've been dating in the last couple of years. Uh, Yeah. So,
0: well, it depends on how liberal you are with the definition of relationship. I've been, if you want to be really conservative, I've been in one relationship. But if you want to be extremely liberal,
1: I've been in 12. Okay. Honey, relationships. 12
2: relationships is nothing. What hey. liberal are you talking <laughs> about? Diana, Diana, Diana,
1: let's not like poison the minds okay, of the I, people. Because uh, turns out, even though, like, maybe for a lot of the people in uh, in, in modern society, twel- mm. having 12 partners by the time you're 30 is not exactly a big deal. But around the world, mm. uh, on average, everybody has six sexual partners in their entire life.
2: Oh, yes, uh. yeah, Yeah. I like, found out
1: about that yesterday. Six, ah,
2: six. That does not make me normal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel like I've passed that <laughs> threshold last a, week. I'm not an so. average. Uh, you can't no. kind of put me in a survey <laughs> for that one for sure. <laughs> no. But
2: what are the kinds of guys you date normally? So um,
0: I think I've pretty much dated across the entire racial spectrum mm. from black to white mm-hmm. uh, and all the... Different colors in young between. Young Line <laughs> Yeah, Young Line Line, the others. <laughs> okay. Uh, my longest relationship definitely has been in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And after which, most of my relationship has been, I think, pretty transient, uh, kind of short term, kind of quick moments of pleasure and then. Okay. The season's over. Okay. <laughs> so you
1: you've dated here and there and you've dated a lot of different races. Yes. And yes. I, I would love to talk about that because Diana is dating um oh wait, Diana's engaged. Yeah. I'm, to, I'm engaged wow. to a so Caucasian a
2: dude, yeah. C- Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to share it my voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so so we uh, Diana and I talk about this a lot, but I've never talked about this to you mm-hmm. with you so let's let's chat about that how is it like dating someone who is let's say from uh what's what's, what's your favorite race is that a right way to well, say it what's but, your what's your most memorable dating experience with a very specific race a uh, person what race was he
0: <laughs> yeah um i won't be naming any names but he was black mm-hmm. uh-huh. and i think and that was the probably the most interesting uh, experience because we actually chatted on Grindr. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was back when I was at New Haven uh, mm-hmm. back in college and he was in college with me and uh, I messaged him on Grinder, and we just basically started talking and then after maybe about six or seven like blue uh, chats uh, he said to me I'm kind of surprised that you didn't ask about my dick size. Oh, And that was kind of a a, a real moment for me I think because I, I asked him then is it common that you get people asking you about such things um, and then after that when we went out on a, on a date he said to me that you know most of the first message that he gets involves and pertains is uh, endowment, his penile endowment. Yeah. It's like and, hey
1: BBD have
0: you got one? <laughs> and I think that, that, was, that, was, that was a real moment for me right because like in that moment I started thinking do we have these like
2: stereotypical uh,
0: imaginations about people like, like, <laughs> no the like, thing is
1: all of us would imagine it but do people actually ask each other how big their dicks are I've never had that because yeah, the- exactly, we're Asian
0: right we don't get asked that we get asked about a whole <laughs> bunch of other things maybe right? maybe <laughs> sentence,
2: no obviously in no. the most common social circumstances it's not gonna be like hi Kevin what is the size of your schlong <laughs> I mean it's not like that funny
1: enough I would love it when people ask me that so I can like here you go surprise <laughs> but um um, you can take it either the good or the bad. <laughs> but um the problem w- with that whole conversation is the the way your friend put it is that do people actually go up to a black guy and say, "Hey, have you got a BBD? Can I can I take a look What's at a it?" BBD? Shut up. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, Even our 18-year-old no, intern is sure. laughing. I wasn't you know. sure what the
2: second B was.
1: Ah. Uh, Okay, now you do. Yeah, now I I
2: do. (laughs)
1: So what? uh, Just let's give me a rundown of all the people you've dated, like the racial profiles of them, and we'll go for a break, and you can explain more when we come back. Okay. So we've had, um, as an African American or just African. So
0: he was African, Hispanic mix. Oh, so good. I've dated a Polish. A Polish? Uh, Yeah, a Pole. Uh, German. Mm. Uh huh. I've dated a Malay, uh, mixed Pakistani. Uh, dated. Chinese, Brannacan, like mm-hmm. me. Uh, I've, um, Middle Eastern Turkish. Okay. But he's, he's British. Um... I've dated like Filipinos. Yeah, yeah I, I I think I've dated
1: across many.
2: I'm gonna buy you a map for your birthday and put it like a pin heart shape. Every time he conquers a land, he'll put a pin on it. Yeah,
1: and I it think, will be uh, so filled with pin, it will become a clothes hanger. But thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna go for a short break. When we come back later, we're gonna ask David a little bit more about his experience dating outside of his own race. Right here on Shrew Me with Kevin and Diana.
2: You're back on True Me with Kevin and Deanna. We're with David and we're talking about do your
1: dating outside of your own race. That's D O O Y O R. We auditioned with this topic. Did you remember yeah, that? Yeah, we did. For the press conference of True Me, a nice catch on. We actually had that in, a, yeah. in an iPad and people were listening to it. It's quite funny. <laughs> but today we're literally talking about it uh, in in a semi professional manner with uh, David. He has dated across the globe. That the sounds like a slutty thing to say. The no, the he's dated. He's, he's dated in 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 a few continents, right? And uh, he's dated a few people. And your favorite one was the uh, the the black slash Hispanic person. Yeah. And do you think dating someone of a different race makes you? uh Want to know more about them, or is it is it a curiosity, or is it just because because you've dated Asian people? So I can't say, oh, do you not like Chinese men? Yeah,
0: no, I, I think that's a little bit of a double edged uh, sword for me, right? Because on one hand, um, I date them because I see them as an individual and completely outside of of race in my attempt to be kind of post racial and kind of beyond the kind of the lens of race, uh, which is almost an illusion, right? We can never be post racial. I mean, every lens we see when I look at you, I you yeah. can't unsee the fact that you're a Malaysian. you right? see a
1: giant Chinese penis.
2: <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> 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 He's imagining it right now. Yes, on my face.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> God. Okay, I, oh, bitch. <laughs>
2: Let's so, do it.
0: Um, and I think it's, it's 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 then almost impossible to kind of unsee them for who they are. And they live through, right? I mean, it's a whole entire lived experience for them, right? Growing up black, growing up Chinese in Malaysia. I mean, we all live live in different contexts and carry our race in different contexts. And in some ways, then I think to date someone and see them as being human is something I aspire to do, yet I don't think it's always accomplished. And that's where it becomes tricky, where I have to see this person is doing something not because of his race, but because I would have done something in a similar kind of situation. So I think that's something that I'm, that's a tension that I think I'm still trying to navigate in dating someone outside my own race, in trying not to be exoticized myself for them to not see me as this person's dating me because I look oriental, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm some like Shinoazeri that wants to be tucked away in some like Chinese cabinet. Yeah. In inside your
1: pocket. <laughs> yeah, and, and
0: and and I think it, it is important to think about that. I mean, especially when dating white men, I think this is especially true because, um, because of, I guess, the post-colonial complex that we all, especially in Malaysia, Singapore, most parts of Southeast Asia, except for Thailand, even in fact Thailand, mm-hmm. uh, have to live with with uh, mm. that post-colonial comp- complex in making sure that I'm not dating this person because this person is of a superior uh, race and therefore will elevate my status mm. as, a, as a as a being. And I think in order to accomplish that, there are a few things that I think I did myself personally, which involves like ensuring that I'm financially stable, ensuring that I am emotionally and kind of racially comfortable with myself. And I mm. think that's the most important thing. It's like knowing that I am malaysian chinese and i'm very happy of being malaysian chinese and there are certain things that i've learned being malaysian chinese and living in a country like malaysia um and kind of i think knowing that and being confident with that and entering the relationship with something to add instead of just something to take away from this person's status hmm. being white or 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 similar uh kind of superiority or similar superior looking race like yeah. I mean, middle eastern i think and whites tend to be part together because they kind of originated from the Caucasus Mountains, which is what we call Caucasian today. Okay. Um, and, and I feel I think like I'm getting a history lesson. I right know. Over tell here. me about it. So I'm just like, shut the uh, fuck up. <laughs> <tell me more. laughs> Listen to his voice. Mm. So I I, th- I think for me it's uh it's ensuring that you're loving yourself enough that you have the extra. I guess love to share Mm -hmm. and entering that relationship with more to give than more to take and when you're able to reach that level of like giving Mm. um, and the metaphor I like to use is like two glasses that are self-loving that are loving themselves to have access to love and the relationship then becomes one that's a flood not a drought and i think when you have a flood relationship with more to give to society and the people around you i think that to me is the indication of successful relationship outside of race outside of class outside of whatever as long as two people have enough to give and share with the world whatever levels they're at however tall their glass is i think that's enough for me Well, we just
2: heard from Dr. David here. He's like, wow, that was actually really well said. I can totally relate to what you're saying because obviously that's the first thing you'd imagine if you were to travel around Southeast Asia and you see the stereotypical... Asian going out with a Caucasian And they'll be like, oh, what's going on over there And Do
1: people look mm. at you differently, Diana?
2: Actually, yeah, they do yeah. But Even then, in, in KL? Yeah, well, in KL, yes, but the funnier part It's the mm. other way around, because in Thailand They look at me even funnier Because mm. he's mm. younger than I am And you can tell that he's got a very young face mm. And most of the time, when we travel in uh, To Thailand, we see um, You know, uh, Southeast Asian women Or men, who are really really young going out with a lot older Caucasian like an older guys. man yeah. yeah so it's just there's always that stigma there like a social stigma to this people will be like oh yeah it's so typical or oh, you must be a specific kind of personality to like have like a that. rice
1: queen or, yeah. or, or a gold yeah, digger yeah. now before we wrap up the show because mm. we have to we're running mm. out of time how do you deal with that yeah, and I'm going to ask you too David but how uh, do you deal well,
2: with it well normally it's just you know I really don't give a hoot um, stop caring about what other people think because again like what David said you are individuals after all you are you know you are if you are self-loving for yeah. yourself and you're just merely sharing your love for each other or with each other then you have
1: just as much to give as yeah exactly
2: else. he could be you know Malaysian he could be Chinese Indian whatever but for as long as you know you actually have that you have respect for each other and you like each other then do it why not
1: what about you David do you have anything any parting words you want to give to <laughs> confused little babies out there <laughs> very very young gay boys out there who are just like oh I'm not sure if I like Chinese guys or yeah. maybe I like Malay guys I like Indian yeah. guys how do you how, what kind of what advice would you give to a younger version of yourself
0: um, so, for me, I think I went through a phase, and I think most people do undergo that phase, that phase of insecurity, and therefore needing to find ways to fulfill that insecurity. I went and, through that phase this and, morning. Yeah, and... Oh, that's...
2: <laughs> 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 that, now that, so that, that we need to talk after. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I think what I do with it, I tend to... Um, I went through that phase, and I think in that phase, I basically dated mostly white men. I even had two sugar dads along the way (sighs) to kind of grapple with that phase. Um, And I think it's not until a bit later when you begin to be self-sufficient and begin to be, I guess, emotionally ready for a relationship. That is when you are able to have a serious enough conversation with your partner, which I always do with all my exes regardless of their race even if they're black even if they're white uh even if they're chinese i talked to them about this um about how are we situated in the world what are we doing for the people around us and how can we make a difference because relationships essentially are political they're Mm -hmm. a debut right your your two people being in thailand is a political act i'm a Malaysian Malay lady with a younger white man Mm. you know and that is a political act and I think it's important to know for me what my being with another partner is doing for the people
1: around me why is that a political act I'm sorry why is it a political act
0: well it's a political act because you're being seen uh huh. And I think the na- the the nature of being seen is political. Okay. Especially in today's day and age, where we see people on social media making statements like, "Oh, okay, I'm very happy with my boyfriend." I mean, if you look at social media influencers, their boyfriends are often part of it, or their girlfriends are often part of their influencing and I think there is a lot of politics in the I mean, I mean, politics here I guess is defined not it's more as like
1: social politics I guess it's more uh, it's not structured
0: politics mm-hmm. as we think of but it's more power mm-hmm. there is a power dynamic our being in the spaces exerts a certain kind of power
2: interesting mm-hmm. and
0: I like to have that conversation with my partner and I always have that conversation with my partner even in terms of the way we call each other and to ask the question, am I being exoticized by you? Mm. What does that
1: mean? What does that word mean?
0: Am I being seen as that feminine Asian white boy? Feminine Asian boy that you envision of me am mm. I that Miss Saigon that you see in Sun and Moon am I that moon that <laughs> and you and if ho- the
1: answer is yes sign on the dotted line <laughs> <laughs> then it's best you break it off yeah, 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 yeah. Right. obviously if you if you, if you you have a self esteem issue or if you're dating someone who only sees you as an object you gotta look into absolutely. that but uh, even though we've got so much more to talk about thank mm. you so much for your time David you're welcome today <laughs>
2: absolutely um,
1: and- I think if we have a little bit more time we might do another episode just for maybe another week Talking about uh, coming out of the closet. If you're if you're free, would love for you to join us another time.
2: Absolutely, but if you are really really interested with what <laughs> David was talking about throughout the show, you can get in touch with him on social media. What is your handle on Instagram? Uh,
1: David Chia JW.
2: Okay. That's D A
1: V I D C H I A J W, and you can also find Diana at Hey Diana. You can talk to me. Say hello to Mr. Kevin Chong. We will see you again. We'll talk to you again next week. Something that is a little bit darker. Something, something that is a little bit closer to home, right here on True Me on Ice Kachang.